Hi. If you like this short story, you can find out more by going to www.jasonsmurphy.com. Thanks. Blood In, written and narrated by Jason Murphy. The car sank into oblivion. From a rancid alley, they dove out of reach of the lights of Los Angeles and into the canal, the concrete valley that bisected L.A. In the back seat, Toby felt his stomach crawl into his throat. He caught Beetle's roomy gaze in the rear view. She grinned. The crazy bitch knew he was scared. He looked away and tried to focus on the ink that decorated the back of Xerxes' neck. Toby imagined each tattoo was a milestone, a murder committed without remorse. Next to Toby sat Lonely, a carved-from-granite thug, a constant reservoir of quiet rage. The old Monte Carlo leveled out and drove along the water's edge. Look at that shit. The beautiful Los Angeles River, Tex, Zerk said as he drove slowly through the darkness. Toby couldn't tell if he was joking. It looked shallow and filthy. Most people don't even know about this, Zerks added. Beetle smiled her knowing smile and flicked her rainbow-hued dreads out of her eyes. Most people don't know about a lot of things down here. Truth, Zerks said, growing pensive. Bridges whipped over their heads and Toby, no Tex, the crew called him Tex now, thought distantly of watching Grease with his mother when he was a kid. And if he mentioned it, if he mentioned Sandra D or Rydell High or the T-Birds racing through this drainage ditch, Zerks would probably just tell Lonely to break his faggot ass in half and dump him in the river. Toby pushed the fear away. He pushed away the thoughts of his mom and his youth and tried to dig up the rage. He'd need it. He hefted it from the muck in the bowels of his heart and tried to force it out, tried to keep it locked and loaded for whatever they threw at him. He was ready. He was pissed. He was a goddamned killer. The car slowed. Toby clenched and unclenched his fists. Above, in the shadow of the Sixth Street Bridge, he could see the shanty towns, homes made from sheets and refrigerator boxes. Flames flickered, and music played muted and far away, as if underwater. Shapes gathered around the lip of the canal. They watched. Even up in the rafters of the bridge, he could see them collect like owls. They kept their distance, but they watched. Zerk stopped at a storm drain. A rusty, locked gate sealed it. Bad shit here was scrawled above. Next to it was another car. It was a 77 Thunderbird, a giant barge of a car and the headlights of the Monte Carlo made its metallic purple paint sparkle. Leaning against the Thunderbird was another of the crew he recognized as Zombie. Zombie's eyes were hard and cold as polished stones. The left eye shone from a misshapen socket above a cheek that looked like melted wax. Toby felt his manufactured rage wither. A quivering nausea replaced it. Xerxes killed the engine and hopped out to meet Zombie. Lonely moved his hulking frame without a word lurching out of the car to join them. The three of them shook hands and embraced. A thought in the back of Toby's mind started to form, an image that coalesced into Lonely pulling him from the car and Zerks cutting his throat. That wasn't what this was, though. They were his homies, his family. This wasn't an execution, no reason to be. He was new, but he'd done everything they said, everything. This was his night. You ain't been down here before, have you, Tex? Beetle still grinned. She always grinned, and Toby thought it was because she knew it intimidated people. Her mouth was a broken maw of yellow slats, like a rotting fence, and he'd never dared to look at the lump on her back. 
He'd never met a hunchback, so it took every ounce of his will not to stare. He was sure she waited for him to ask, just to give her an excuse to stab him for disrespecting her. No, he said, and was ashamed at how his voice sounded. Yeah, it's fucked up down here. She looked out the window. This is where you go when Skid Row is too fancy for you, know what I'm saying? This ain't the end of the line, though. In those tunnels? Shit, dog. You don't even want to know. Toby looked back at the storm drain. Right there? What's down there? She was quiet for a second. Everything. Whole cities. She turned around, excited now. For real, it's like a maze, you know? You don't know your way around? You'll get lost in there forever. Cities? So, like, folks live down there? She laughed. Nobody says folks, Tex. Fucking hillbilly. Yeah, whole cities of people. Some ain't never even seen the sun. Outside, Zombie led a goat at the end of a rope. What the fuck? Toby asked to no one in particular. Beetle grew serious now. She sat up straight, took a drag from her vape, and watched Toby's heart race. His breath caught. In the front of the Monte Carlo, in the glare of the headlights, Zombie, Zerks, and Lonely put on masks. They were identical. Horned masks, like a bull, all black. What's going on? Beetle didn't answer, didn't even acknowledge she'd heard. Zerks took the rope from Zombie and led the goat over to the drain. From around his neck, Zerks took a key and fitted into the lock that sealed it. He threw the gate wide. The goat began to thrash. It bleated and pulled against the rope. The crew lowered their heads and raised their hands high. In his hand, Zerks held a curved dagger. What the fuck? Beetle, what the fuck? Is this some Satan shit? She slowly shook her head and looked back at him. No, bro. This is your way in. Through the fire. Zerks takes this seriously, dog. We all do. Blood in, blood out. I, I, I thought I was just going to have to fight. She held a finger to her lips and pointed back to the crowd. In the harsh glow of the headlights, Zerks slit the goat's throat. It kicked and whined. But the silence inside the car made it seem unreal. Blood spattered, then ran quietly and gently down the storm drain. The goat fell forward onto its haunches. Zerks turned and looked at them in the car, and Toby nearly pissed himself at the full, empty gaze of the bull mask. Beetle nodded slowly and turned on the radio. A thumping bass beat. She turned back to Toby. You're up, homie. You got this. And for seconds that seemed to expand in his gut, he couldn't move. He looked at the ignition and thought to crawl into the front seat and drive away. Beetle dangled the keys in front of him. Don't be a pussy, Tex. Man up, dog. Man up. Toby bit his lip. He nodded. Inside, he scrambled to find the rage, to push it to the forefront of his brain, like some sort of weapon he wore on his face. He climbed out of the car. The air outside smelled like a barnyard like 4-H from when he was a kid. He forced himself to puff out his chest and hold his chin high. He strutted into the headlights where they waited with a goat that twitched in a pool of its own blood. Y'all gonna give me the beat down now? Cause I'm ready. Zombie laughed. Something Toby didn't think that half-mangled face was even capable of. Zerk spoke, his voice muffled by the mask. No, homie. You prove yourself. Through the fire to Moloch, dog. Toby caught the last part, but didn't know what to make of it. 
Before he could ask, he saw them, dozens of eyes in the darkness of the storm drain that gleamed like coins in the bottom of a well. Then they were gone, obscured by an emerging shadow. A giant stepped from the maw. Zerks and the rest immediately stepped away, giving the shuffling form room. Even hunched over, he must have been seven feet tall, all sinew and bone. He was lanky, a ski-mask-wearing ghoul. Toby stepped back, transfixed by his disproportionate limbs and the eyes that looked more fish-like than human. He was dressed in rags, a hodgepodge of things found here and there. At one time, the shirt may have shown the purple and gold of the L.A. Lakers, but now it was all filth. The shambling man looked down at the goat and took a deep breath, as if smelling the coppery scent of its blood. Then its eyes leveled on Toby. Zerks and the others stepped even farther back, out of the halo of light. Toby found himself nodding his head and slapping his hands together. The bass thumped, chaotic flutes interlaced with the boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker, he muttered through gritted teeth. The man from the drain stepped towards him. Blood in, blood out, Tex, Zerk said from the shadows. Toby rushed him. Toby was a big boy. He was 19, raised on Texas football and Texas barbecue. Back in high school, before he dropped out, they called him the wall, because that's what it was like hitting him. He dished it out even harder with thick, heavy fists. Yeah, he was a badass back home. He connected with the man from the drain's jaw. It was like punching a bag of mud. The man didn't recoil. His bug-eyed gaze didn't waver from Toby. He just took it, even as part of his face seemed to shift and move beneath the mask. Toby threw another punch, this one an uppercut into the guy's stomach. Nothing gave. He didn't move. There was only the sound of meat slapping meat. The man's hands, with those hideously long fingers, snatched at Toby's head and wrapped around it. Toby felt the stink burn his eyes. His breath choked off, and the grip tightened. He screamed into the flesh of the man's hand, but no one heard. The ghoul threw him. A rush of cool air. The world spun. A sharp bolt of pain as his body smashed into the pavement near the drain opening. Toby dropped to the ground. Goat blood painted his cheek, mixing with his own. He couldn't move. The lights of the world dimmed and pulsed. Somewhere, in his back, he felt grinding splinters of bone. Zerks called out, Mother's tears, children's blood, for Moloch! He held his hands high. The others repeated, Mother's tears, children's blood, for Moloch. Toby felt the monstrous hands grab his ankle. The ghoul dragged him towards the drain. Gravel tore the flesh on Toby's cheek. They began to descend. Toby flailed, reaching for anything. He caught the gate and clutched it with trembling fingers. The ghoul looked back at him, eyes narrow with hate. He gave Toby's leg a hard jerk. Toby twisted. Inside, fractured bone grated on torn meat. The pain was a white fire in his core. With his free leg, he kicked the ghoul in the throat. It let go and tumbled backwards into the darkness, howling with fury. Toby squirmed and rolled onto his stomach, trying to crawl out. At the edge of the drain, Zerks watched in silhouette. He looked miles away. Toby pulled and inched forward. Agony. He dug his elbows in, struggling forwards. Upwards. Other hands now grabbed Toby, dozens of them. They pulled at his hair. They poked him, probed him. Fingers slipped into his mouth to tug at his tongue. Toby felt their fetid breath. They sniffed him, faces all around in the darkness, wet 
twisted, ruined. They pulled him down the tunnel, grunting and whispering. Toby watched the glow of the headlights fade above him. Zerks closed the gate. This has been Blood In, written and narrated by Jason Murphy. Copyright 2015, Jason Murphy. Production copyright 2015 by Jason Murphy.